0: Some new drama when it comes to the Trump charges. This story just keeps unfolding like a soap opera. So let's get the latest from someone who knows all the ins and outs of it. Our Washington correspondent for Global News, Reggie Cicchini, is joining us once again. Reggie, always good to talk to you. Thanks for making the time. Thank you. Okay, so catch us up. Now Donald Trump is facing new charges as of yesterday, and this all has to do with the classified documents case, right? This is him allegedly asking a staffer to delete video that essentially proves he was holding these documents? What's going on?
1: Yeah, that's one half of it, Uh, and and you're right. So these are charges that were laid uh, following an indictment uh, against him in a Miami court uh, just back in June. in June, Uh, and what we know from this superseding indictment that came out is that there was some kind of coordinated effort uh, where Donald Trump was allegedly leading a kind of effort here to tamper with security or surveillance systems in and around Mar-a-Lago, asking a staff member to possibly delete footage, Uh, and it's important because the indictment suggests that this took place after a subpoena was issued by the government to get these documents out of Mar-a-Lago and back to Washington. And ultimately, uh, what it could chalk up to and from federal former federal prosecutors that I spoke with, uh, that this could be obstruction. Uh, And if it is obstruction, uh, it's an incredibly kind of dangerous position for the former president to find himself in.
0: Yeah, it's hard to fight this one. How how is him or him and his team trying to spin this? What are they suggesting that those documents are or were in those videos?
1: Well, look, the former president uh, continues to uh, say that he did nothing wrong, and his, his team, uh, his lawyers, uh, even his allies in Congress are saying that this is nothing more than a political witch hunt that's being orchestrated by the highest levels of government, including uh, President Biden. Uh, ultimately, here, the special counsel is saying, look, uh, the boxes are there, the photos are there, the evidence is there. It was laid out in the initial indictment that resulted in Trump being charged with 31 counts of willful retention uh, of classified information. Uh, And now having this this information, possibly from somebody who's turned on the former president to say, look, uh, this is what happened when it comes to the surveillance situation. This is uh, problematic for the former president, but he still will run and try to hold up that victim card uh, to say that he's a victim of a witch hunt. But remember, two on top of this, I said it was just one half. The other half is that Trump was charged with another count. Of willful retention of classified information and it is links back to his club in New Jersey where he was found on tape back in uh, 2021 showing off papers to, to people that were there writing a book on his then chief of staff um, and it turned out that those documents were were defense documents very secretive uh, having to do with an attack on Iran uh, and we now have another charge against him because he was holding on to that document. So the legal troubles are mounting for this presidential candidate.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's an uphill battle. I mean, you know, we saw a lot of footage from Mar-a-Lago of all of these boxes of documents. Is the other argument then is the strategy to say, look, I wasn't the one that moved them into this property. It was someone else. My hands are clean of this. Do you think that might be the next move is just position the blame on someone else?
1: It depends on what the day is, because remember, Trump is is trying to say, look, I didn't move these boxes; these boxes were moved. But then, you know, it gets into the question of, well, is there a conspiracy here? Because it would take two someone to tell someone to do something, someone to do right. something else. But at the same time, you have Trump using the argument, well, look, I was covered under the Presidential Records Act, and I didn't do anything wrong because I was allowed to have these documents. On top of an argument where he says, I didn't have anything that was uh, considered classified; I didn't have anything, even though he. On tape talking about that classified Iran document, so the spin kind of changes with with the wind and depending on what you know what the mood of the Trump team is, but ultimately here this is uh, this is a serious legal challenge that the former president is facing on top of. The potential indictment coming out of Washington in the next couple of days and the potential indictment coming out of Georgia sometime in the next couple of weeks.
0: So, okay, I want to clarify then. when we're talking about the New Jersey documents and those Iran Iran documents, those were something that he held when he was still president. And the Mar-a-Lago documents were ones that he was holding after he was not president anymore. Is that right?
1: No. So the documents that are at Bedminster in New Jersey, that's also from when he was out of office. Uh, And and the question is, how did they get to New Jersey? Who brought them to New Jersey? Who directed them to be brought to New Jersey? Were they initially at Mar-a-Lago and then brought to New Jersey? That's why there is so much concern here, because in the tape uh, that had been obtained by some U.S. networks uh, in 2021 after Trump had left office, he's waving it around. At least you can hear it. And he's saying out loud, look, this is classified. You know, I'm not supposed to to have this. I could have declassified it then, but I didn't. And it's Trump's own words uh, that could potentially land him in hot water here with the special counsel saying, look, you had this document. We're now charging you with having this document.
0: Richie, is he losing support or is he gaining it?
1: Uh, he's Well, I mean, he's not losing support. Uh, if you look at kind of where the Republican polls are right now uh, in the race to the, the Republican nomination for, for their presidential candidate, he is still leaps and bounds ahead of a significant majority of, of the oh. candidates like Chris Christie or Asa Hutchinson or Nikki Haley or even Tim Scott. And even the number two in the race right now, Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, is still dozens of points behind Trump. It, it shows that Trump has has kind of learned how to, you know, cultivate this this group of supporters below him, and they're not going to go anywhere. The roots are deep. Uh, and, it, you know, unless some kind of legal exhaustion starts to set in with the base, uh, you know, most experts are saying that this could be Trump's nomination to walk away with but ultimately making him a weak candidate when it comes to the general election.
0: Wow. Okay, let's switch gears a little bit and look at the other side of things in terms of what's happening politically, drama-wise, because there's just no shortage of it when it comes to the states. Hunter Biden now uh, making headlines because it looks like he's not going to get a a pardon from the president or from the White House. So he's facing some tax charges, right? So he didn't pay his taxes in 2017, 2018, and he's facing gun charges, and he's not going to be pardoned, right? Right.
1: If the White House has been very clear that uh, that if something were to happen to Hunter Biden uh, and, and he was to be found guilty on something and, and and whatever the case ends up being, that the president will not, the president being Hunter Biden's father, mm-hmm. will not issue a pardon, whether it's this term and if Biden wins again uh, at the end of next term. The White House has been very clear on this. What we also don't know, however, is how this Hunter Biden plea deal is going to move forward because there was a plea deal in place that was controversial. It was kind of scoffed upon by Republicans and by people in the Trump world. Uh, and and that, that plea deal fell apart this week because there appeared to be misunderstandings and miscommunications between the prosecutors and Biden's team who worked this out and the judge who was proceeding over the case. So all of a sudden, a plea deal turned into Hunter Biden pleading not guilty mm-hmm. because they now have to rework these deals linked to, as you said, tax tax issues and a gun issue that the teams thought were separate but together but separate and the judge says no something doesn't seem right here you need to go back.
0: So is the the decision to not pardon him I mean is that just a political decision because the blowback would be so severe against Biden and the White House if they were to pardon him or is it that he still might have a way out of these charges?
1: Well I mean look the White House has been adamant not even just about uh, Hunter Biden, about anything to do with how the Department of Justice is moving along, that they are going to stay uh, out of the way. They are going to let the, the the Department of Justice be independent in the way that it carries forward its investigations. We've seen this with Hunter Biden. We have seen this uh, with, with Donald Trump. The White House is staying out. Look, there's a family matter here. Uh, and, and again, that creates a bit of you know, a blurry line uh, as to what could be right and wrong. And so the White House, again, is staying out. That's not stopping Republicans from jumping in to say, look, something smells funny here. And, you know, we're at a point of where, again, Republicans are intending to investigate the investigators because they think there's been some kind of, you know, sweetheart deal or, or two-tiered system of justice because the person who is, you know, dealing with this last name is, is Biden. Sure. But at the end of the day, the White House is staying out of it hoping that something happens here and ultimately is not going to stand in the way, regardless of whether it's a guilty de- a guilty plea or, or however the court case winds up.
0: Okay, Reggie, thank you so much for uh, letting us know the details of the Hunter Biden story. And of course, the latest with Trump, uh, always a storehouse of information. Really appreciate your work. Thank you. Thanks. That's Reggie Cicchini, our Washington correspondent for Global News.